This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 1241. How Fernando Improved Overall English for a Listening 8.5. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 22 million times with the IELTS whiz Aubrey Carter and today's featured guest, If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. Improving your overall English is vital when studying for IELTS. Today, Three Keys student Fernando shares how he did this and what strategies he used to score the overall seven he needed. Listen in for some New Year's motivation. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone. Welcome and a very special welcome to our guest, Fernando. Welcome. Introduce yourself. <laughs> Hello. Uh, yeah, well, my name is Fernando. Uh, I'm 27 years old. Uh, I'm living in Denmark. And some weeks ago, I took the test after I was practicing with the all years English course. Uh, three keys, IELTS. Yes. Um, and your scores were amazing. Fernando posted <laughs> them in the Three Keys IELTS Facebook group. I was so excited for you. And I'm especially excited for you to come on the podcast today because this is one of our first episodes of the new year. And it's so motivating for students to hear about other IELTS candidates getting scores like yours so they can see, okay, I can do it too. So let's share that great news First, right off the bat, what scores did you get? Yes, well, I got 8.5 in the listening Amazing. and then 8 in the reading. Then I have 6.5 both in, uh, in the uh, writing and in the speaking also. Awesome. So exciting. Congratulations, first of all. Great job. Amazing scores. And now tell us a little bit first we're going to get into, for you guys, everyone listening out there, some specific advice that Fernando can share that you guys can use to get the scores you need on test day. But first, give us a little background. Why did you need to take the IELTS exam? Yeah, the thing is that I am finishing my bachelor here in, in Denmark, uh, where I'm living, uh, and I need to apply for a master's degree now. And they required for me to have a seven uh, over, overall uh, grade. And then I also need to have six uh, minimum in each category. Um, and also my, my last test, it's uh, now expired. So I had to take it again in order to apply. So tell us about that first test or your last test. How long ago did you take it? What scores did you get before signing up for our online course? Yeah, yeah, I was checking that today because I actually took that one two years ago. And my my... Yeah, grades were listening 6.5, reading 7, writing 5.5, and speaking 6. 
Wow, and you saw a major improvement then in yeah. all of your scores. Awesome. I'm so excited to dive into what what you did to increase those scores. Yeah. You had some time, clearly two years, so your overall English was improving over that time. Tell us about that, first of all. You're living in Denmark. I know a lot of people in Scandinavia speak English. I traveled there for a while, and I was amazed at how many of the locals yeah. could speak English to me, lucky, luckily, because I didn't speak any of the Scandinavian languages. Are you able to speak a lot in English to people where you live? And what else are you doing to learn English there? Yeah, as soon as I arrived to, to Denmark, I had a, like a medium level of English, of course. I was working in international companies and so on. But when I came here, it was yeah a total change because, of course, my life came to, you know, 100% of the time in English. Uh, and people speaks like, like majority of people speaks really good English mm -hmm. and actually came like it's actually the four or five in the top uh, range of, of, of countries that uh, they are not as a first speak uh, language, but they speak really well English though. So yeah, of course my day-to-day -day, um, uh, conversations or topics were all discussed in English, also working in English. Um, and then after one year that I came, uh, I started also um, studying in English, my bachelor. Mm -hmm. So of course I had a lot of practice. Um, Let me ask you really quick. You said you're working in English. Can you tell us what you do for work and why is it an English um, speaking company? Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So when I came to Denmark, I started uh, selling uh, in a in a shop. Mm. in a clothing store and then I was working in marketing and now I'm working in finance uh, in an NGO. So I'm basically working now with international projects uh, with the international partners that we have in Malawi or Uganda. So I am kind of like controlling the financial reports and yeah, helping with that. Gotcha. So just any international company, you're going to end up speaking a lot in English very often. So definitely yeah. helping you prepare for IELTS, but also it doesn't end with IELTS, right? Helping you prepare for your life in business English beyond the exam and just in life. Okay, that's awesome. So exciting. Let's dive into how you studied, how you got these scores. And let's first talk about listening. A huge jump from your yeah. first listening scores to 8.5 you scored on yeah. the exam. How did you yeah. study for the listening um, test? Give us some specific advice either what you learned in three keys or anything else you did that students can use. I was listening a lot, the podcast, and this is real. Like uh, I tried to listen like almost all the podcasts, like since I, since I booked the time, you know, mm. I started like listening at least one chapter per, per, per day or two or three. So when I was biking and I was going to my job or when I was going to school or whatever, instead of like listening music, that anyways, I listen a lot of music in English, but I was listening at you guys. Uh, okay, speaking so you mean the about... IELTS Energy podcast, right? Yeah, exactly. <gasps> I yeah. love that. Okay, so yeah, yeah. fitting that into your daily life when you're biking, when you're doing other things. And yes. then how were you, you clearly weren't a passive listener. How were you, you know, taking what you were learning and then applying that to improving those exam scores? Yeah, and then, well, I was trying to apply it in my daily life. I was trying to apply it maybe in school. I was trying to apply it maybe, you know, when I talk with my with my boyfriend also, we, we speak in English. So, yeah, I was 
yeah, trying to apply it. <laughs> nice. So you're taking <laughs> the vocabulary, views. everything you're learning and yeah. using it in life. That's the thing. If yeah. you're, you're hearing it all, but then you just speak your first language, you don't, you're not able to internalize it, but you were, you were using it in your day-to-day -day life. And so then it became a part of your language, right? Yeah. Awesome. And that one thing that I started to do is, uh, I think that was since I moved to Denmark, it's when I, when I watch at, uh, like television in English or a movie or whatever, I just, you know, like the, the undertexts, uh, like below, I just uh, watch it in English also, like not in my native yes. language. Yes, so, we rec definitely recommend that. That's so smart. If ever you're watching television in English to have the yeah. subtitles on in English, right? So that you can yeah. see the words there. <laughs> you're practicing for reading and listening all parts of the exams when you yes. do that. It's more difficult though, right? So well done. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, at the beginning it's kind of hard and then you get used to and then mm -hmm. like, yeah, I think it's, uh, and, and then I was watching, you know, mainly native uh, movies or native like mm -hmm. speaking English uh, series or programs, right? Okay, and give us a recommendation, really quick yeah. side note for our listeners, <laughs> either TV or movie, something you've seen recently that you loved that you think would help someone study for IELTS. Yeah, I was watching Downtown Abbey, actually, nice. and I came to know a lot of new words, like every episode <laughs> I was looking new words because I didn't know that words. So it was like, and actually a, a, a everyday practice, you know, that I was that I was. And then there is a one in HBO that it's called Girls. That's mm -hmm. more like American. That's more like chill, more like easy. But you also get to know, like, it's also nice to listen, like different like accents. Yes. Because it's not, that's what you also get to practice in or to listen in the in the, the in the test. Right. That's so what I was going to point out. I think Downton Abbey is such a good recommendation for the British accent. Yeah. You're hearing, of course, downstairs, all of the staff and yeah. the family, right, with these very strong British accents, which you will likely yeah. hear in the listening audio. Yeah. So definitely wise to practice listening to that British accent. And then girls is a great example for the American accent. So you're getting yeah. a wide range of accents there. Awesome. Yeah. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Okay, let's <laughs> dive into reading because you also increased your reading scores by a lot. So besides reading subtitles while watching TV, um, what yeah. else were you doing to practice for the IELTS reading exam? And then I was just, well, also I was just, you know, in, in, a, in the period where I have the exams at university. Mm. So I was reading a lot of books in English and that was like academic books. Mm -hmm. So I was reading about, you know, methodology, about marketing, about sales, about, um, yeah, uh, supply chain. So all, all the topics that I'm actually studying right now in university, I was trying to read the books because I also was like, it was also a motivation for me because then I was like, okay, I'm, I'm learning for the school, but also for the IELTS text. text right, you're you know? killing two birds with one yeah. stone, right? <laughs> I've got to read all of this for school. I'm also going to use it to help practice for IELTS because you don't know what topics could come up yeah. on IELTS for your essays. 
in the reading exam. So everything you're reading is great preparation for that. And you were motivated because you had to read it for school. Yeah. Yeah. And th those kind of like articles that your school like recommend you to read from the, the, the New York Times or from the Economist, uh, all those, those, those articles, they have very academic awards also that they are like very useful for the, for the test. Nice. Okay. And then, so you're clearly yeah. improving your overall English a lot. You're reading a lot. You're listening a lot. What about, were there any strategies from Three, three Keys specifically that helped you as you're taking practice exams, as you're getting ready for the test, that helped you use this overall English you're, you're learning in order to boost those scores? Yeah, I think first uh, for me, it was like, it helped to me to be more confident in that day because I was like really relying on the structure that you provide. Mm -hmm. So I was like follow, following that structure and I was like, okay, I'm going to be fine. I'm going to get the test. I'm going to get the, the grade that I need because they say that I'm going to have it. So <laughs> I was really confident. So first of all, first of all, I think that that was like really key to have a good uh, grade. I believe that you can do it actually. And because I follow the program and I did the, 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 the practice and I also practice like besides that. Mm -hmm. um, so I think, yeah, I, I, I try to use as many strategies that, that I could, especially in, in the, in the reading and in the, um, in the writing, in the, yeah, in all of them, in the speaking, it was a bit more difficult because then I came, you know, I was, you're a bit nervous and then it's like, like you start like, I, well, I try to talk, talk about, about that. Let's talk about <laughs> speaking. I love that you talked about how important confidence is. And I think that is one of the biggest benefits of our study system is you do yeah. if you finish the modules with so much confidence, knowing I have the strategies I need. I yeah. know what I need to do to get my scores. Right. But the speaking exam is a little bit of a different ball game because it is difficult to not let your nerves get to you. Right. When you're there face to face with a person. <laughs> So tell us about your speaking exam. How do you think it went? You clearly speak very well, but it's difficult, right? So how did it go? Is there anything that you would do different? You know, how did you prepare? Give us some details. Yeah, I mean, uh, when when I started studying for the speaking, it was kind of like late. I was kind of like close to the to the testing day. So I could not like really focus on that. Uh, so I, I, I listened at the, at the three keys, but I, it, I was not like focusing on that. I was more focusing on, on writing and all the other stuff. Mm. Uh, so I would have, I would have liked to dedicate a bit more time on the, on the, on the, on the speaking, um, and maybe practice it out, out of loud, out loud more. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, I think that day you need to be like more like uh easy going take it like mm. like yeah more slowly don't let your and nerves then, get to you yeah yeah and then sometimes i mean for in, in my case they asked me about something that you know they, they asked me about like taking pictures and what was the best picture that i took in my life and for me it was difficult because mm. i don't like to take pictures so <laughs> so i had to invent i made and made it up that day you know yeah and then you of course you need to start making details all that, about that uh, and that was hard. And gotcha. so I try to, you know, fill the gaps and uh, not have those those holes in between and keep talking. But sometimes it was it was kind of hard. 
Okay, and there's you- a lot of good advice in there that I want to <laughs> pick apart a little bit, right? First of all, you recognize that you sort of started cramming for IELTS speaking a little too late, right? You you weren't prioritizing, you waited, and you wish you had given it a little more time, a little more work, right? This happens yeah. a lot for students who are able to speak a lot in their day-to-day life. They're speaking yeah. a lot at work or like you with your boyfriend, you're able to speak a lot. And so we're sort of kind of thinking, okay, I'm okay on speaking. I don't need yeah. to practice actual speaking questions or maybe I can do, you know, the three key speaking module right at the last minute. And then they find they don't get as high a score as they probably should have. Based yeah. on how I hear you speaking here, you probably could have gotten a higher score if you had taken time to practice those strategies, right? So I think this is really good advice for all of our listeners out there that even if you do have a lot of chances to practice English in your daily life, you yeah. still have to actually practice answering IELTS questions, practice that <laughs> timing, right? It still has to be a priority as well, right? Yeah, totally. Interesting. Totally. And then I love this thought about... um so you will, you will get questions where you're kind of stumped, like, I, I don't know, I don't like taking pictures. I can't think of a single picture I've taken that I could talk about. <laughs> and y- you may have to invent some details, right? How did you feel like, w- while you were sort of inventing that, do you feel like that was very difficult? Or were you able to come up with some things to say? Yeah, I think it, it, I mean, at the moment you need to think in many things, right? So mm-hmm. first you're like also nervous because of the test and then you need to make up a story and then uh, you need to start thinking the details in your head and that, but then you cannot stop like talking because you need to keep talking, mm-hmm. right? And this was your That's part I, two where you had to talk yeah. about it for two minutes, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. So I had to, de- I, I had to give a lot of details on, you know, um, I also thought like, okay, I, I need to say where we were that day and what what was, what, what was the, the details that I was taking, uh, the picture, and I don't know, how were we dressed and what was the place and when was it? And- well, and here's my question, because I, I imagine myself in that situation and I would definitely tell a story about and describe a real day. Yeah something I had really done with a person and then I would just pretend I took a photo of it, right? Yeah. Is that what you did or did you invent all the details? Yeah, I just, yeah, I tried to invent all the details. Like making it all up. Yeah. So I think yes, yes. for our listeners out there, if this happens for your part two, that you you can't think of exactly, we definitely recommend telling a story. And just like you said, share what were you wearing? What were you doing? And the closer that can be to reality, the easier it is to share those details. So root it in truth as much as possible, right? If you shared a recent day with a family member or your boyfriend and give all the details about what you did and why you went, what you were wearing, I love all of that, that could all be true. And then you're not having to invent everything. The only thing you would have to invent is the fact that you took a photo and what the photograph was of, right? (laughs) Because it's difficult to, like you said, to stay confident when you're having to create and invent all of the details for a full two minutes. Did that two minutes feel long? Fernando, I can only imagine. Yes, yes, yes. And then I was was feeling that I had to repeat myself a lot because in the part one, he was already we will we were already talking about the, mm. the the pictures and the photographies and digital photography and the and and then he was like okay i'm going to take actually this topic for the for the part 2 and it was 
again, like photography. Oh, like, like I've said, oh my God, I could say. not my topic at all. Wow, that is diff- so. You definitely got some difficult speaking questions. You still got six point five. Yeah. Still very impressive. <laughs> you got the score you needed. The overall score. Yeah. So tell us now. You said you're going to start a master's degree. What are yeah. you studying? Where are you going to do your master's? Yeah, so I'm planning planning actually to apply to very different uh, uh, schools, universities, uh, both in Sweden and in Denmark. Okay. In Denmark, I would like to apply to Copenhagen Business School to do a master in business development or accountability or controlling finance. Um, and then also in, in Lund in, in Sweden uh, and also in Denmark in another city in the, in the province, uh, also about management accounting uh, or entrepreneurship. Yeah. Oh, so exciting. I can see really good things in your future. I'm very excited for you. Congratulations again on getting the scores you needed on IELTS. I'm actually very jealous. I love Scandinavia. That was, it's just so beautiful and all of the history. I love that you get to live there. So make the most of it, enjoy it. And especially now, now that you're past IELTS and can move on with the rest of your life. Thanks for joining us on the podcast today, Fernando. It was so nice to chat with you. Yeah, right. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks. Bye-bye. Have a nice day. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.